0: On this episode of the Living Magically podcast we are looking at what living magically means in this crazy modern world. To the Living Magically podcast. I am Dee, your host, and I am super excited to get started. This is episode one. So as this is episode one, I should probably start by telling you guys all about who I am and what I'm hoping that this podcast is going to be. Um, you know, the structure that I'm hoping for and what I'm hoping to achieve. And then um, I'm going to move on and talk about what it actually means to live magically. Um, we'll have a little music break where you can do some deep breathing and um, have a couple of minutes of mindfulness because that will help you whatever your beliefs may be. And then um, we've got another um, a piece of content which is a new feature that we'll be having on the show um, called Chime Time and I will talk about that when we get to it. So let me start then by talking about myself as I am Dee and I am a 40 year old mum. I have three children, they are all girls and they are quite old now. Um, My youngest is nearly 13. My um, middle child is 21 and has her own child, um, a one-year-old son. And my oldest daughter is 23. So um, I guess I have a bit more time on my hands now, but um, I've only got one child at home with me. Um, I homeschool her though, so that keeps me on my toes. Um, I know that a lot of you guys have been struggling um, with the... Uh, forced homeschooling that's been going on with the school's closed. Um, but I do it through choice because um, my older two went to n- normal school. I have nothing against, um, you know, people that want to send their kids to school at all because I did it myself. But every child's different and my youngest school just did not mix with her. That that wasn't good. She wasn't happy. She never wanted to go even, even when she was a tiny um and had to go to nursery, she didn't used to want to go. And then there was other issues with bullying and different things. So, I decided it would be better for me to homeschool her, and that is working much better than if she was going to school. So that keeps me very busy. Um, I also am a blogger. I write a blog which is called Dee's World of Wicker, And that's a very new blog, um, it's only been going since November last year. And, of course, it's about um, all things wicker related um, And because of my own journey, which I'll get to in a moment, um, that's, that's where that came from. But I was already blogging before that blog, so I also have another blog, um, which I've been working on, on and off now, for about eight years. And that is called Mum on a Mission for a Better Life. So um, I try and update that a couple of times a week as well and of course I have to manage my social media accounts with both my blogs um so I'm quite busy and then I thought I know I'm obviously not busy enough yet let's start a podcast and here we are so a bit more about myself um I am married Uh, me and my husband have been together for 25 years in total Um, but we've been married for about 18 years and um I, as this child, I um, was brought up going to a Church of England school, although my parents were not really religious, we didn't ever go to church on a Sunday or anything like that, Um, I'd go to church with the school for like the Christmas things that they do, and um, you know, if somebody got married or what have you, but other than that, um, that was kind of my only experience with religion, and then... Um, in my early teenage years, my mum decided that she was much more interested in crackers, So, um, we started going there and I used to go with her, um, which is quite similar to, um, Christianity, um, in many aspects, obviously there's differences, but, um, it's the same sort of, um, you know, it's an organised religion. You're meant to follow certain rules. Um, and there's lots of rules about what you can and can't do. So um, then I stopped going when I got, after a couple of years because I got older. And when you're a teenager, and many, I'm sure, of you have been the same, you kind of feel like, oh, I'd much rather be with my friends than going to sit in a room for an hour and a half and um, talk about God or what have you. So, I stopped going and then I kind of didn't really feel that religion was right for me. Um, So, in my early 20s, I stumbled across witchcraft um, and I read a lot because I'm a big reader and I read a lot about different spells that you could do um, and I performed some spells and got quite into it, but only for about a year, I'd say. Um because I was young, I was a mum, I was busy raising the children. Um it's certainly it's certainly still not a mainstream thing, um, but it, back then it was even more unheard of. So um I caved to, you know, society's um sort of idea of what we should and shouldn't do, um and I stopped and packed all my stuff away. And that was the end of that. And then for the next you know, 15 years, whatever it was, um, I read a lot about different religions because I was on a social work degree and part of the syllabus for that is to learn about different religions um, that the service users may um, believe in, um, but none of them ever felt right. And I used to sometimes think, I'd love to actually have a, a belief system of some sort because... I mean, I've read before that it's supposed to make you uh, live longer. You have a belief system. <laughs> so um, that's a plus in itself. But there's always something, when I like look at different religions, that I just think that does not sit right with me. I just can't connect to that because I just can't see how that is logical or how it works or I can't agree with the rules of um, certain things. You know, um, for example, the rules of people that are gay going to hell and all this, I just can't get on the same page as any of that. So um, I struggled quite a bit, Um, and then um, about a year ago now, so then I started thinking about when I did look at Wicca and the time that I'd spent doing that and how I hadn't found any personal problems with what I was doing, it was more what I thought other people thought about it. So being much older and wiser, nearing 40 at the time, I thought, I'm at a point now where I don't really care what other people think, um, you know, if they've got a problem with it, that's up to them, because that is something that I'm really interested in, so I'm going to go back down that path and see where that takes me. And um, it's been amazing, it's really hard to explain um, in words, but it's like I s- found out more about not just the witchcraft, but the Wiccan side of it as well, and paganism, um, it's quite a rabbit hole once you start looking into it. But I was reading things, and I was just like, it was resonating with me so much, and I was thinking, you know, this this is what I've been looking for. This is that connection that I've been wanting, um, and now I have it, and it's amazing. So then I started the blog, um, which I mentioned earlier, which is um, also useful for beginners because, that's sort of, my journey as I'm journeying along this road and finding out all this information, I wanted to share that with others who are also looking for someone else, too. So, um, that's what the blog does. It shares, I share, write articles on it about different topics to do with um, different aspects of Wicca. And then, like I said, I thought I'm not busy enough, so let's add a podcast to it as well. Because I know that it's such a good medium nowadays. People like to stick their um, earbuds in um, and they can listen to podcasts when they're exercising or when they're relaxing or when they're doing other mindless tasks that don't need much concentration. Um, So it's such a good thing, I think, a good way to get things across to people. So what I'm really hoping for is that we can make this into a really good podcast and I'm going to need your help for that too because I want to have guests on here and there'll be interviews but of course we need to have listeners for the guests to want to come and speak. So if you're out there and you're listening and you think, this girl sounds alright, I think I could enjoy listening to this podcast, then please do show your support because the more... um, you know, reviews and five-star ratings and um, subscribers and stuff that we can get, the more better guests that we will have, which will be great. I'm going to talk a lot about different aspects that um, you might be interested in. You might be a follow a fellow Wiccan or um, a, be following a pagan path of some description, or you might be into witchcraft and not into the Wiccan side of it because there's a difference there. Or perhaps you don't know anything about any of it, but you've just stumbled across the podcast and you thought, this is quite interesting, I've not heard of this before. Um, And you might learn some stuff about, you know, different things and find that it is a path that you'd like to follow. But I would never try and make anyone become Wiccan or pagan or a witch or any other thing, because one of the main rules of uh, Wicca, which there's not hardly any of, is to um, let people make their own choices. And let people do what they would like to do. But just don't harm anyone. So um, I'm not here to preach or anything like that. I just want to share information. So that people can make their own minds up. Um, And hopefully for those of you that are following the same path as me. The information I share will be useful. It will be entertaining. It will give you ideas and inspiration. um, And this will be a nice weekly um, little listen for you. um, And something nice. Because there's not that many... Podcasts out there um, in the grand scheme of things that are about this topic. So I thought that's why this would be a good idea. Um, Like I said earlier, I've got um, a regular thing that I'm going to do, which is like a little feature for the blog, which I'm calling Chime Time, Um, and I will explain more about that. But basically, what it is is it's about it will be like a little fact segment where I'll talk about the properties of a certain crystal or a certain herb or incense, um, what it's meant, what they're meant to do. You know, what sort of magic can you use them in? um, What sort of um, correspondence type thing, um you know what properties do they have so i 'm hoping that will be a nice little feature that i 'll do each episode um, because then, as you 're listening you 'll be building up a repertoire of information about different crystals, herbs, and incense, which is highly useful in many aspects of um you know life, not just in wicca so that 's uh, another one of my plans so I think i 've spoken enough now about um myself, and we shall move on to the next segment. So, what do I mean when I talk about living magically? Now, first of all, I can spell. Um, the reason there's a K in the word magically is because, um, for those that don't know, um, a way to distinguish the difference between magic um, that you you know see when you go to a magic show um, like the illusionists the uh, Paul Daniels or David Blaine's of the world um, that is normally spelled M-A-G-I-C it's just normal magic but we want to distinguish ourselves from that because we're talking about the spiritual magic um, of witchcraft or wicca so how that's done is a K is added to it um, and that way it helps people know which magic they're talking about. And that is why I have a K in my um, title of the blog, um, Living Magically. So I thought I'd better just clear that up um, to start with. Um, the second thing I want to talk about before I describe what it is to live magically um, is that of course it's my opinion. Um, you're, absolutely entitled to have your own opinion my opinion is not necessarily the right one it's just mine I've done a lot of reading and research about it and this is you know I'm going to give my interpretation of what I've read um, and how I feel about it and you may agree or you may not and that's absolutely fine so I'm not saying that I am the main authority on this um because I'm just a normal person just like everybody else. So um, I just wanted to make that clear that um, I'm not saying that this is the, you know, the ultimate answer to everything. Everyone's allowed their own opinions and some people won't agree with what I say and that's absolutely fine. But I'm just trying to give my honest um, opinion um, relating the facts that I've read and the and giving my opinion on the things that I've read. So I just wanted to make that clear because um, I don't want anyone getting really angry at me. So I thought I'd put that out there um to start with. So my interpretation of living magically and what that means is it's very nature based. So it's about living life and taking notice of the world around you, noticing the phases of the moon, the um, the sunrise and the sunsets. Noticing the changing of the seasons, and you know what that does to the natural world. Um, everything in the world, um, or exists, our whole existence in life, results down. You know, it can be sort of filtered down to energy. Um, I'm sure that scientists will agree with that part of this. Everything is made of energy, and when we talk about magic um particularly when we're talking about witchcraft we're talking about manipulating that energy to do something yeah you know, to make something happen um to affect something in some way you can do spells and rituals as part of the magic and that is one it's um particularly with spells it's more it's about um manipulating that energy to see the results that you want um and with the ritual side of it it's about um connecting to to nature to you know what you believe in it's comforting it's um to give thank you to give thanks to any deities that you might believe in because some people who are wiccan Um, will have deities, Um, pagans as well will have deities Um, or some people practice magic but they don't have any deities. Um, Deities is another word for God but it's multiple Um, because with pagans there's multiple gods. Um, It's quite complicated and it is, you know, I'm trying to keep it as light as I can because it is quite a complex subject but the point is you do these rituals and things and it makes you feel that you're connected to something um, to something more and it's really nice there is a wheel of the year um, which most pagans I think maybe all I'm not quite sure I don't want to miscreate myself um, have would believe in and I definitely believe in it. I follow it um, completely I think it's lovely because basically what it does is it breaks up the year into eight um, segments and you celebrate different things on different you know for each one and they are very in line with the changing of the seasons um and nature based so i really enjoy um celebrating each of the um, sabbaths as they're known and I write about that on my blog quite a bit, about different um, crystals that are relating to that Sabbath, um, foods and drinks that are related to it, um, activities that you can do, um, spells that are going to be particularly good at that time. Um all different things like that so it's and um, if you're somebody who likes to celebrate things which I do I like to make any reason to make a fuss of and and enjoy myself and do something nice then it's nice to have these eight things to celebrate each year and um I've lost my train of thought completely which I'm really should not very professional at all is it um but I do do that sometimes because i I was talking about the um wheel of the year but there was a reason I was talking about the wheel of the year and it's completely gone I should just have to um go back to the last point that I can remember which is that um so living magically is honoring the wheel of the year so you're noticing those changing seasons and you're celebrating those different sabbaths each um each year um and it's the moon as well is highly important um I mean, if you think about the impact the moon has on the earth and the tides, um, to me, it's very magical. And I've often been drawn to the moon. Um, As a child, I remember I'd just sit staring at it for a long time. I mean, I lived in the countryside and you could see a lot more um, in the night sky back then. So now it can be hard to spot it. But um, the different moon phases mean different things. All the full moons have different names and they mean different things. There's rituals you can do on different full moons. There's so much to it. You know, you can get as involved as you like or you could just be very minimalist with it all. That's what I love about it. The journey is your own. You know, it's about being positive and looking at the world with positive eyes and wanting the best for people and wanting the best for yourself. Looking at that glass half full instead of half empty Not being so materialistic. Of course we all like nice things. But that is not the most important thing in the world. People are the most important thing. And animals and nature. And if we had no nature or animals or people. There would be no planet. So it's really going back to basics. In a lot of ways. Um, And I've just found. Since I've been following this path. I feel so much more calmer. I feel happier. Um, I feel like I have a reason. You know. To carry on doing what I'm doing, it's just given me so much that I, I in more ways than I could ever imagine, and I just want to share that with other people so that they might get the chance to experience it too, because it is a lovely way to live, um, and be friendly to people, be nice and helpful to people, um, I mean there's so much involved that I could go on forever, but obviously I won't because then nobody will want to listen to me anymore, because they will be falling asleep. Um, I'm bored, so I'm going to break it down into episodes um, and just talk about small bits at a time, um, and hopefully get some guests on, like I said before, um, who can also give their opinions on things and help educate people, um, and make it nice and fun. If you have any ideas of things that you would like to be included in this podcast, then do let me know, because I'm definitely open for some ideas as well. Like I said, I want you guys to help, and we can make this into a really fun, worthwhile podcast. I'm digressing. One of my um, bad habits is I do digress. So going back to what I was talking about, which is how to live magically. In short, living magically is following your own spiritual path to notice the seasons and the, the world around you and the nature in the world, being kind to people, making connections with people, putting people over financial or material things Um, and it can involve Spells rituals deities Um, It's about manipulating energy by manifesting the world to be how you want it to be Um, There's a lot of stuff recently being quite public about the law of attraction Um, Could be aligned similarly to that in the fact that you are manifesting results that you want through your spells and rituals so you know you have to believe in something and this is what I believe in I believe since I've been doing it I've seen results from it um where I've done spells and those things have happened they might be coincidences but in my opinion and in my heart I feel they're not I feel that that is what's resulted from what I've been doing and I believe and I've always believed in spirits um I don't believe that this is all there is um in the whole universe, and then when you're dead you're dead, and that's it. I believe there's more um obviously none of us can prove what what you know if there's more or not unless you die, in which case you can't then tell people um but I do believe in i know there's been a lot of um You know, reporting and stuff about mediums and how they only do what they do because they can read body language and different things. But I still believe that there is more um, to this life than just what we can see. I don't think everything is as black and white as some people might think. So that is where I'm coming from in the terms of living a magical life. So I hope that it's something that you um, can relate to. Or at least are interested in hearing more about because that is the whole premise of my show so um, I'm like I said I would really really appreciate feedback um, on what you're thinking about it all but now I think it is time for a little break because you've heard me talk enough so we're just gonna have a two minute break I've got some music to play And in that two minutes, as long as you're not driving or anything, then I think it would be really good if you were to just close your eyes and listen to the music, steady your breathing and just relax and just let your mind drift. It's only a couple of minutes. You might not be a keen person on meditating or mindfulness or what have you. But I think if you do that, you will feel better for it. Um, And even if you don't wanna do that, the music's really nice. So um, I'll let you enjoy that and I'll be back after a couple of minutes. that absolutely beautiful I found that so relaxing I hope that you guys enjoyed it too Um, I actually found that music on a website where you can get music that has not got any copyright um, licenses against it or anything so that it wouldn't be illegal to play Um, most of the music on there wasn't that great to be fair because it's all free but I came across this little gem and I just thought that's so nice and relaxing um i think a very talented artist made that music but they asked to remain anonymous so i can't credit to anyone but i think that is a beautiful piece of music and now it is time for the feature of the podcast which is called chime time So chime time is what I've devised because I took the first letter from each word um, of crystals, herbs, incense and other magical elements and made it into an acronym of chime and then I added the word time because I like a rhyme and I thought chime time sounds quite groovy. So that is going to be an episode feature that we'll have each week where I will talk about a different Type of correspondence that you might want to record into a book of shadows if you have one or it might just be of interest um, for you to hear things about the different things. So this time we are going to start with um, talking about the crystal called quartz and that is clear quartz. I apologize if I'm not coming across very well when I speak but when I try and pronounce things I do get a bit muddled. So Quartz is the powerhouse of Crystals, I'm sure if you are into Crystals then you already have lots of Quartz already, um, if Crystals is something that you haven't, you know, got involved in as yet and you're thinking about starting to, then you can't go wrong with some clear Quartz, it's kind of like the best one to get to start with. Um, it's also the most available. Um, And probably one of the cheapest as well. Which is always good. So, um, if you are recording things in your Book of Shadows or some other type of um, journal or what have you. Then the zodiac sign for clear quartz is Leo. And the planet is the sun. Which of course is not a planet, but that's just how it's categorised. So, um... Clear Quartz is quite unique in the fact that it can do some very, very good things. So, it can absorb negative energy from people or things. Um, it can keep that negative energy like inside itself, so acts like a storage. Um, but it can also replace the negative energy that it took with a more positive energy. So um, it can be used to rebalance yourself um, and clear yourself. Um, if you're into chak- chakras, then um, it can be used to rebalance your chakras. And I do believe it is aligned with all of them. It's what I've read. So um, it's very handy. But if you're using it to absorb negative energies, um, then obviously it's going to get it's going to sit with them inside it because it stores it so then if you wanted to use it again you need to cleanse it first to get rid of those energies you can cleanse a quartz clear quartz crystal by um, putting sage smoke over it or you can bury it in the earth for 24 hours um or you can charge it with the uh, and cleanse it with the moon, um leaving it under a full moon um and I do believe you can do the same with the sun as well, so there's many ways that you can cleanse your crystal um another really unique thing is that they are also programmable programmable <laughs> so um. So you can set your intentions um, for what you want the crystal to um, help you with and it then becomes a crystal that's good for that use because you've programmed it Um, and you can do that through meditation um, and you know um, visualizing the intent of what you want to happen um, manifesting that kind of thing so that is really good. Now you can also um use the clear quartz for um helping you with your meditation and divination as well because it's it's good for that. So you could perhaps have one or even two if you've got two, you can have one in each hand um while you're meditating and it will help clear your mind and open up your mind. So then um you'll be more likely to be able to um receive like messages um and also in terms of divination it's helping you um it helps sort of tune your fine tune you into being open for that communication so it's really good for that as well another thing that i read um was which i thought was a really good idea is that if you've got a tarot deck um Then you could keep a clear quartz on top of the deck um, and that way it keeps it cleansed so you haven't got to keep cleansing your cards every time you've used them because it acts as a cleanser and you could set that as an intention for the crystal as well to give it that extra boost. So that's a really good idea and that's something that I only recently read about which I'm going to do with one of my crystals um, because that's a really good way to keep the tarot deck clear. Not all crystals can be used in water. You have to be very careful because some of them can disintegrate and become quite toxic. But clear quartz can be used in water. So it's also good to put in your bath um, because then it will help you clear your mind um, because it's good at clearing your mind and giving you clarity. So that's a really good um, thing to do as well. I did um, also read that you can sleep with a clear quartz crystal under your pillow or you could have it like near to the bed like on your bedside table or something like that um, and it would help to add clarity to your dreams so then when you wake up you will remember more of what um, you've been dreaming about so that's a good idea But it's something that you're interested in um, if you're interested in recording your dreams and um, looking more about what you've been dreaming about so you can like interpret them. Um, And then they also um, can help other crystals by giving them like more power which is why they're often used in crystal grids. Crystal grids um, is where you have a series of crystals set out in a particular pattern um, and then that helps bring the energies and manifests what it is, you know, that, that particular grid is meant to be used for. It's not something that I myself have actually done as yet, um, but it is interesting I like to read up about all different things. So, um, in terms of spells, they're also good because they can help boost the spell that you're doing. And in particularly if you're using other crystals, it will help to boost the energy from those crystals. So it's like a little booster as well and also if you're doing spell jars um, then you can add them to the spell jars and it also will give it that extra kick. So there's so many good uses for clear quartz. Um, it really is a good one to start off with if you're new to the world of crystals um, and there's I'm sure many many other things that you can do with those um, clear quartz as well so it's definitely a good investment Um, and something that I need to get some more of because I've only got some small ones like tumblestone type ones Um, so I think I'm going to have to invest in some as well um, because I didn't realise until I started researching for this segment exactly how good a clear quartz crystal can be. So that is the end of my chime time for this episode and i hope that you found that interesting i would love feedback um to let me know because obviously if it's not something that you guys want to hear about then i need to know that so that i don't keep doing it and annoying everyone Um, but if it's something that you're really enthusiastic about then it would be great to hear that too so i'd love for you guys to get in touch and let me know how you're thinking and feeling about this new podcast And I'm afraid it's now time for this podcast to end. Thank you so much for listening to the Living Magically podcast. If you have enjoyed it, then please do show your support by subscribing and sharing on social media. If you want to get in touch, then just pop over to my blog, dsworldofwicker.co.uk, where you'll find all of my social links. Also, you can leave me a voice message, which could even appear on the next episode. I always love to hear from you, so make sure that you do get in touch. And I hope that you have a really good week. I'll speak soon. Blessed be.